Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I want to talk about the idea that an easy life isn't always a meaningful life, and in fact, complexity and responsibility matter too in giving us a life that is meaningful. In an ideal world, everything we do would bring the magic out of our minds. We'd leap from our beds, inspired by each new day, bringing another chance to make a difference through our work. Unfortunately, very few of us feel this way. As kids, we dreamed about what we'd be when we grew up. Few of us ended up filling those childhood fantasies. A 2012 survey in the UK reported in the Guardian newspaper showed that just two in five adults say they've never achieved their childhood dreams in adulthood. While we can discount some of the more optimistic and far-fetched dreams of stardom and fortune, it's saddening that 40% of people feel their dreams have died by the time they begin work. I once believed I could apply myself to anything, provided I was well paid. Once I began work, I quickly realised that money alone wouldn't cut it. There's more to happiness and fulfilment than the numbers on our bank balance. And as income increases, so too do our expenses. Between meeting the cost of living, raising families and keeping up with the Joneses, many of us end up caught in a money trap. Seeking meaning and fulfilment in our work falls aside, and instead we do what we must to make ends meet. I've struggled throughout adulthood to figure out what does make for meaningful work. Given the amount of time we spend working, it plays a big part in determining the meaning we enjoy in our lives as a whole. I recently encountered a framework that identifies the core components of meaningful work, presented by Malcolm Gladwell in his wonderful book, Outliers. Gladwell dissects various examples of successes achieved in diverse fields to discover the underlying reasons for those successes. He concludes that many of those who succeed do so not because of specific gifts or traits, but rather thanks to circumstances, cultural influences, and because they've discovered innate meaning in their pursuits. He proposes that meaningful work itself has three core components, and having examined these further, it seems to me as though those same components are essential in making our lives more meaningful too. The first factor is autonomy and the freedom to do it your way. Autonomy brings empowerment. With autonomy, we enjoy control and influence over our destiny. We decide what to focus on next and how we'll tackle it. Autonomy is a license to use our creativity in exploring solutions to problems. It helps us to feel enfranchised with the work and allows us to feel responsible for the output. Employers who grant their workers autonomy permit them control and power. They make their employees feel like they're trusted and valued and not just a cog in a bigger machine. Even if the work must conform strictly with processes and standards, there's still scope for autonomy. Factory lines require structure, routine and repeatability, but factory workers can still be given autonomy through a culture of continuous improvement. 
process improvements may be suggested freely and are implemented when viable and beneficial. The employer who gives freedom and autonomy rather than restrictions and constraints to their employees will likely enjoy a happier and more motivated workforce as a result. Autonomy alone, though, doesn't bring about meaning. The second factor is complexity and challenge. Work that's too easy, routine or mundane will quickly become boring. As thinking humans, we need challenge and stimulation in order to work for our work to engage and retain our interest and to prompt us to grow. There's a balance to be struck. Not all complex work is enjoyable, and not everyone enjoys being stretched, at least not all the time. When faced with insurmountable workloads or standards that feel impossible to meet, most will experience desperation and fight an instinct to give up. But when work is mundane, repetitive or too easy, we lose interest as well. I read an article where the author, author suggests that 10 of the most important questions we ask ourselves throughout life includes one that is, are you growing? Given that life is a constant process of change, it's impossible to remain in exactly the same state or status for long. If our work isn't challenging, if it's not prompting us to learn and grow, then it will likely lead towards stagnation and our interest will wane, along with our dedication and motivation towards the work. I challenge you to name just one person you know who does the same routine and simple task day in day out, has done so for years and is truly happy with that and that alone. If such a person exists, then I'm happy for them, but I contend that they're in a minority. Those who aren't regularly faced with complexity and challenges to overcome will lack true and lasting fulfilment in their work. The final factor is to have reward linked with effort. And this was the last element of the trio proposed by Gladwell. The idea that there must be some connection between the efforts you put into the work and the rewards you receive from doing it. It's long been acknowledged that factors such as pay rises have limited long-term effects over the motivation of employees. The connection between effort and reward could of course be financial, and many salespeople, traders and servers in restaurants even are motivated by the direct correlation between the energy they apply to their work and the pay they receive in return. As important as money though is the fulfilment that comes from your work, being recognised and appreciated in it delivering results and value. It can be soul destroying to feel that your efforts make little difference to the outcomes whether you put in a good day of work or a half-hearted one. The nature of that difference could be measured by metrics or key performance indicators or in an email of thanks from someone who was moved by what you did. The key is to know that your efforts shaped the rewards you received. Searching for meaning. Try testing this theory by analysing your own work or the work of someone close to you. I've done this many times and on each occasion exposed where the gaps existed. When someone's denied autonomy, complexity or the ability to influence outcomes through their efforts, the meaning is usually lacking in their work. Entrepreneurs who've carved out their niche, who work on their own terms and have earned sufficient money to fund a lifestyle that they love, generally seem to find their work meaningful. But the same applies to employees who've risen up the corporate ladder to a level where they're comfortable with the balance of risk and reward, complexity and comfort. Conversely, those who report hating their job are often stuck doing work that's overly routine, structured, process-driven and has little room for self-expression or creativity. 
they measured against the clock or against unyielding quotas and targets. Creativity, freedom of expression and an ability to make a difference seem entirely lacking. Passion is driven from them by crushing backlogs of tasks that seem to haunt their working lives. Such comparisons have also reinforced to me that there's more to it than just money. Many of those earning the largest salaries are amongst the least happy. Often their workload is so crippling and unrelenting that they have no credible sense of being able to make a difference by their efforts. Others who are well paid and find their work easy can end up doing the bare minimum just to hold on to the job. They feel caught in a money trap and can't afford to resign or don't dare to as it would feel like killing the golden goose that laid the golden eggs. In each instance where meaning's lacking, it's due to one or more of those three elements being missing too, more often than not. In life as in work, the same tenets seem to shape the meaning we find in other aspects of life too. In our relationship we need space and freedom to express and to be true to ourselves, that's autonomy. We need variety and intrigue to preserve attraction and excitement and to stave off mundanity, that's complexity. Most need to feel like their gestures and efforts will be appreciated and reciprocated, which connects their efforts with their rewards. When we seek to improve ourselves, the changes are more likely to happen and stick if we take action voluntarily, choosing our own path. That's autonomy. We'll commit to the long term trusting the process when we are continuously stretched and challenged, which is the complexity and we remain engaged with the process when we can see results and measurable gain as a result of our efforts. Autonomy, complexity and reward linked with effort. When questioning the meaning and satisfaction you feel in your life and in your work, it may be helpful to consider whether any of these is lacking. If they are missing completely or are out of balance, then it's likely to signpost where you need to focus if you're going to enjoy the meaning that we all deserve to experience in life. Meaning isn't an esoteric concept or a preserve of the few. It's something we all deserve to enjoy in our work and in our lives more broadly. It's worth working towards with dedication, determination and purpose. So I hope you consider how those three factors can help you find meaning in your work and in your life. And until next time, this is Toby with Kintsugi Life saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.